Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice, and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. How are you? hope that you're doing well. I'm doing really good. I'm so excited to be getting back to new episodes and to this new change of season. I also just moved into a new office slash studio space to work and to record the podcast, which is just super exciting to me. I don't know about you, but this summer I went through a lot of growth personally around relationships around self-acceptance and allowing myself to bring more joy into my life. My higher self has helped me see things I was not aware of before. And even though some of those lessons came in some difficult packages, I'm feeling really, really grateful. I'm feeling really proud of myself for being able to look at this stuff It's wild how our awakening is just this ongoing process. Once we make space for more lessons, they definitely come. And so when things get challenging, it's helpful to remember that this stuff is coming up because we are ready for it. I'm also super proud that this is episode 199 and that That's almost 200 episodes I've recorded and that's just so many questions from listeners and so much generosity and so much vulnerability. Wow. That is a lot of people who have been willing to share what they're going through because they need support and also they know it's helpful to other people to hear. So that's just, it's just so beautiful. What a milestone. I want to give a reminder that when you sign up to support us on Patreon, you get access to all of the episodes ad-free, which is great, as well as access to our Bunny at Home bonus episode series, where I get a lot more personal about my own healing journey. I answer subscriber questions 
And my partner, Kara, also joins me and we do a lot of reflection on our relationship. And if you sign up as an angel or miracle subscriber on Patreon, you can watch video recordings of all of those bonus episodes as well. So if you need a little more higher self stuff, if you want to get to know me a little bit more, becoming a Patreon subscriber is the best way to do that. And now for the first time, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can sync bonus episodes on your Spotify app. That's a new thing that Spotify is now doing, which is amazing because before you couldn't hear subscriber content on Spotify. So that's super exciting. And then if you don't really listen on Spotify or if you prefer to listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe to the bonus episodes there as well. I also want to mention that you can access all of my new merchandise in the show notes. I have been making t-shirts with empowering messages and my own designs. For example, I have a shirt that says sensitive people save the world. I have a shirt that says rest is radical. So make sure you check those out in the show notes and it's bunnymichael.shop. Okay, babes. So this week's episode features a question from a listener who is struggling in their queer partnership, both with being accepted by their partner's family and also struggling with infidelity. The title of their letter is my partner can't detach from their homophobic family and it's wearing me down. All right, here is the question. Hi, Bunny. First and foremost, thank you for the loving support and guidance you've provided to me and everyone else who has the opportunity to follow you. My partner and I, both females, have been in a relationship for five years now and engaged for one. Since we met years ago, her family has made it clear that they are Christian, quote unquote, which to them means being outwardly and loudly homophobic. For the first couple of years, she hid me from them, not ever mentioning my name and leaving me out of her answer to what she did last weekend. Being a secret in her life was really damaging to my mental health, especially because I was raised in a strict evangelical family where it was not safe to be myself. It took a lot of ups and downs and heartbreak, which included breakups where we would both date other people. Her people of choice were always cis men. This is relevant. Despite all that, in the last two years, We've made leaps and bounds thanks to therapy and things have been really great and have felt safe to me. For the first time in my life, I feel like I could trust someone. I proposed to her in a beautiful place on a trip to Spain. And for the last six months, we've been on cloud nine, slowly planning a wedding and our plan for getting pregnant, except for one thing. Her family is still working hard to try to manipulate her into coming back to them, which to them means that she dumps me and chooses to be in a straight relationship. She is pansexual. They took away her access to her nieces and nephews when they found out we were engaged, and they used the kids as bait to bring her back. 
My partner has stated her boundaries and said she can't be part of her family's life if she's only allowed to be a portion of herself, but she continues to talk to them even after setting the boundary. A few weeks ago, she went to her best friend's wedding out of the country, and she didn't speak to me much when she was gone. This isn't normal for her, but because of the trust we'd built, I let her be and figured she was just being present with her people. When she came home, I had the house stocked with all her favorite groceries, flowers, and did everything I could to show her how happy I was that she was home. After a day of her acting very standoffish despite the warm welcome, I pried a little and after many bouts of lies and coming clean, found out that she cheated on me with a cis man multiple times during the trip. We've seen our therapist once since it happened and at our session, our therapist says she thinks the unfaithfulness is probably tied to my partner's relationship with her family. I'm doing my best to not resort back to old toxic behaviors and also to focus on my own well-being without being mean or cold to her. But is it stupid of me to think there's a place for me in her life? I've worked so hard to love myself and this is the closest I've ever gotten. But I can't help but feel like my partner is dragging me backwards. What advice do you have on stating my boundaries with my partner? I don't want to apply ultimatums to this relationship, but at this point, it feels like it's either them or me. Thank you again for all the light that you share with us. Hello, love. This is such a difficult situation, and I am so sorry. You have been both hurt by your partner's family repeatedly and are now dealing with the aftermath of cheating and lying, and that is so, so hard. Babe, you didn't deserve to be treated this way. I think it's very generous of you to try to work things out with her in couples therapy. And I personally don't think you are weak or naive or stupid to try and get through this. Many couples survive this type of betrayal and get to the other side stronger. And doing it with a therapist is definitely the best way to try. I also want to mention that if you're feeling angry toward her for lying to you and betraying your commitment, that is totally understandable. It doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It means you're in pain and you're still processing that anger and it's going to take time. There's a difference between being cold or actually needing space, whether that is physical or emotional space from your partner. And withdrawing from her might be right for you right now because she is just reminding you of that hurt. So again, give yourself grace and patience with how your emotions are showing up. There are going to be days where you feel less angry, more optimistic, and then there are going to be days where all you can feel is hurt. And that's a very natural response. And I think now it's just about taking it one day at a time and seeing what you need that day. It's important to see here that the cheating isn't because you're not good enough or you didn't deserve better. It's a consequence of your partner's wounds, a consequence of her desire to feel accepted, not just by her family, but also by herself. 
Her family is part of her wounding, but even if you did give her this ultimatum and she decided to never speak to them again, doesn't guarantee that the wounds they have caused her to seek that kind of validation are not still going to be there. When people cheat and lie, it isn't because they are bad people. It's because they lack the confidence in themselves to be honest. It's because they are searching for some kind of validation, some kind of assurance of their value, even if it's just a temporary ego boost from a stranger, even if it's just this momentary power trip or feelings of entitlement to do what they want to do because they're tired of being told what to do and to the hell to everyone's judgment. Your partner seems to be a person who has had to hide herself from her loved ones. She's very practiced in that. And so now that you are her family, it might not be that far of a leap for her to hide things from you. Now, I don't know your partner and I don't want to give the impression that I know exactly what she is thinking or feeling. The point is what drove her to make those decisions are about her, not you. And I'm hoping the more time you spend in couples counseling, you will get closer to what is at the heart of the matter, that she will get closer to what is at the heart of the matter. And until then, many things in terms of if this relationship is going to work, in terms of exactly what boundaries you're going to need in the future, a lot of that is still unknown and that's okay. You know you love each other, but a sustainable relationship takes commitment to inner growth, accountability, and honesty. And so it's still up in the air if she understands how much she has to address. And it's still up in the air if, as the two of you process this, what you're going to feel about it or what your needs are going to be around this. Right now, we don't know, and that's okay. I also want to acknowledge how it makes sense you feel like you're being taken backwards in your growth because this situation is incredibly triggering. You are at a more practiced understanding of your healing. You know yourself more. You know how to access your self-love. And you know that you don't have to hide your authenticity to be loved. And I think part of your work is to really try and separate your continued healing journey from hers. Just because she is where she is and is having to deal with family members that are being very cruel to her and the emotional fallout of that and the confusion of that doesn't mean that you are taken backwards. If anything, you are more clear on just how much inner work you have done. And you should be really proud of yourself for that. You are such a great example of that. Part of a healthy relationship is taking responsibility for your own happiness separate from your partner's. Your love can't heal her. She has to continue to do that work on her own. Our higher selves give us the vision to see through someone's behavior to the wholeness that is there even when they can't see it. And that is why you love your partner so much. 
because you can really see her. You can see that she is so much more than the mistakes that she's made. You can see that she's so much more than the fears she has or the wounds she has. You can see that she's so much more than her family's inability to accept you. But often people's wounds keep them from really knowing their value. And so they search for it elsewhere. And maybe for a while they fall in love. They think, oh, they found what they've been looking for. This person I fell in love with is going to heal all my wounds and make me feel lovable. And from now on, I'm going to be good. But no partner or lover could ever do that for someone. No partner or lover could ever love them enough to make up for the love that they lacked from their parental figures, from their family. This cannot be your job. And that is why it isn't you versus them in her life. That is why her talking to her family doesn't mean she doesn't love you. It means that this is where she's at in the journey of her healing those relationships and finding what boundaries will actually enable that. And so as she continues on her journey, you're going to understand more and more, okay, what do I need in this situation? What do I need to move forward? Is she in a place right now to give me that? Is she even capable of that right now? As much as it is triggering when her family stuff comes up, it's really important for you to separate her journey with her family and your journey with your own. They are not the family that hurt you and they don't have the power to take you back to that place. You deserve a partner you can trust. You deserve to feel emotionally safe with them. You deserve a partner you can depend on. And I hope that this will be an awakening in your relationship and make it stronger and help her to heal and bring more joy and trust and peace into her life. But even if that isn't the case, you can honor what you showed up with. I wish I could sit here and tell you exactly what boundaries you're going to need with your partner moving forward, but the truth is I could never answer that question for you. And that's really going to depend on the changes that she makes. It's going to depend on how you are feeling. It's going to depend on the trajectory of her relationship with her family and it's going to take time for you to really fully grasp what your needs are. But for right now, you're doing everything right. You're going to therapy. You're being honest. You are feeling your feelings. And that's really all that you can do. And I know that it's so hard right now. But I promise you, with each passing day, things are going to become more clear. And you're going to get through this. I'm sending you so much love, babe. Take care. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Relationships are obviously not easy, and sometimes we are in different places in the stage of our healing because we either come from different circumstances or we've never had to really face stuff that the other person has or vice versa. And how we support each other in that, it, it, it's really about two people being willing to just to be accountable. And that doesn't mean you grow at the same pace or in the same way. But if two people are really committed to like thinking very deeply about their behavior, about why they have the choice the feelings that they have or why they have certain fears or why they have certain insecurities and they're willing to, you know, put that on the table and communicate and be there for each other, then that is really what it takes to keep growing together. Sometimes it means you stay together. Sometimes it, it means you don't, but at least you get to the heart of the matter and find the love in the situation. But yeah, it's not easy, especially when there's been betrayal. And I've been there, I know, and really it just takes time um, to keep working on it and to build that trust again, if it's possible. All right, before we wrap up this episode, though, I have something special. You know, when I was doing those rewind episodes, I asked people to send us an update and Somebody did send us an update. However, it wasn't about the Rewind episode. It was from an episode that aired a while ago. And they said it's been about a year since they sent in their question. And here is their response. And I want to play it for you. I also want to give a little bit of trigger warning because it does have mentions of suicide. All right. So take care when listening and... Here we go. Hi, Bunny. This is Kitty. <laughs> um, this is sort of a listener response slash year in re- like review of like I guess where I'm at now versus when I reached out to you um, via email, um, and also just maybe a little bit of hope for anyone else who listens to this. Um, so. I believe the episode I wrote in for is called You Are Here for a Reason, and I think it's episode 75. I'm not sure for <laughs> for sure at the moment, but um, I just wanted to say that, Bunny, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's mania or if I'm genuinely just very, very happy today, but I made it. <laughs> it It's hard because I think when I wrote in, I I didn't know what to do with myself because I had for so long planned to end my life. It was it was like going to happen. Um, and ever since I wrote into you and have been listening to your podcast, I had my first solo art show, which. It was like the birthday party I've never had. So many people showed up and just shed so much love. And I 
I've never felt that in my life. And I've got my dream studio and, you know, I've also made so many incredible friends and new connections and I'm just so thankful. Not just for you, but... (laughs) I'm thankful that I didn't... I didn't go through with it. (sighs) You know? Today, at least. Today I am. And I figure this is important to send you this message as, you know, we're here in the middle of, um, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I don't know if this will make it in by the time you're done doing the review things, but I just thought it would be cool to send you one of these. Um, um, To all the other viewers, um, today may not always be like this. Some days I might be more deep in the hurt again, and some days I might be really, really ecstatic to be alive. But I know right now for today, I am just so, so grateful. (laughs) I'm grateful for Bunny, for this community. I'm grateful that I didn't give in. I'm grateful that even though there is this constant flux and flow, I'm finding my footing. And I may not have it, you know, quote unquote, all together, but thank God, thank the universe, thank whatever mysticism, whatever magic is out there that's pushing this vessel, this life force to keep going. And I really, really hope that the rest of you can find it too. And just know that when you're in the thick of it, the storm is going to pass. Thank you, Bunny. I love you so much. I love you so And every time that little jingle at the end plays of your episodes, I always say, well, I love you too, Kira. <laughs> because that, I don't know why it feels, it feels fitting. I don't know. But anyway, thank you. And I'm sorry this is long. <laughs> Have a beautiful, beautiful day in life. Existence. Every one of you. Okay, I'm just, I'm just speechless after that. And I'm just so full of um, gratitude for you and for sending that in and giving us your update. And I'm so happy that you're feeling good and that you are here and you're such a gift to this world. I mean, we all are. And I know what it feels like to be in the really, really dark place. Um, And that's why I chose to do this this stuff. And because I know, I know, I know what it's like. And I'm just also so thankful for this community as well. And for the honor of uh, being here and being able to help in any way that I can or offer any kind of support. And I just want people to know that when they go through this and when they're, um, asking for support or advice, it's, it's really your higher self. That's, that is 
helping you. It's not me. It's I'm, what I'm trying to do is appeal to the part of you that knows that you're worthy because we all actually do know that in our heart because that's the truth. And sometimes it's harder to access that truth. But the reason why I feel like it's okay for me to, to do this work is because I know that that's the truth of who I am and who you are. And all I really want to do is to keep reminding you of that. That's all, that's all I really want to do. Um, so thank you so much for sending us your update on how you're doing. And to anyone else, if they want to send us an update, gosh, it's so nice. It's so, it's such a great thing to hear. We'd love to hear how you're doing. Um, and yeah, so I'm not really making any sense right now because I'm just emotional and overwhelmed with joy and love and gratitude. So I might as well just end the episode here. I love you so much. And so does your higher self. And I will see you next time. Bye.